Hey, welcome back to another episode of the Educational AD Podcast. We'll be right back with today's guest, but first let's hear from our podcast sponsors. We want to say thanks to Sideline Interactive for their support of the podcast. Go to sidelineinteractive.com and check out their indoor scoring tables and video boards. They not only generate income for your department, but they also create the ultimate game day experience for your student athletes. Go to sidelineinteractive.com, set up a live web demo. We've got one in our gym and it's just fantastic. That's sidelineinteractive.com. We also want to say thanks to Hometown Ticketing. Hometown has acquired Ticket Spicket, and together they're going to provide a stronger, more comprehensive digital ticketing and event management solution for your schools. Right now, go to hometownticketing.com, and you're going to find out how you can sell your tickets online, scan your attendees, and collect your revenue. And every step of the way, you're going to have a dedicated client success manager that's providing hands-on support. That's every step of the way. Go to hometownticketing.com. They'll also show you how to sell tickets for things like school dances, your uh, plays, your concerts, even graduation. You can find it all at hometownticketing.com. Simple and easy online ticketing. We also want to say thanks to Vital Signs Wall of Fame. If you're looking for a really cool way to display your school's record boards uh, for all your sports, along with your school's Hall of Fame, Go to vitalsignswalloffame.com and check out their collection of interactive touchscreen video consoles. Uh, they're going to help you display the athletic achievements of your students, both past and present. Okay, That's vitalsignswalloffame.com. They're on a mission to bring your school's legacy to life. That's vitalsignswalloffame.com. We also want to say thanks to Snap Mobile. Go to snapmobile.com and check out their entire suite of platforms designed to help you as an athletic director do your job better. SnapRaise is their fundraising platform, and they've helped schools just like yours raise over $700 million. Our coaches use SnapRaise, and it was just fantastic. Uh, they even have a program where you can get your funding before you actually do your fundraiser. Does anybody else offer that? Go to snapraise.com and check out Snap Store, Snap Sponsor, Snap Connect. The, like I said, the entire suite of platforms. You can find it all at snapraise.com. We also want to say thanks to Gipper. Gipper's the way athletic directors are creating world-class marketing content for their school's social media channels. You can do it in seconds on any device, and you don't need any design experience. Go to Gipper.com and tell them you heard about it on the podcast. Use our code ADPOD10 and get 10% off. That's Gipper.com. Create custom branded content for your school's social media channel. We want to say thanks to Huddle. Go to Huddle.com and uh, find out how your school can become a Huddle school. Uh, over 200,000 teams use Huddle to capture, analyze, and learn from video and data. As a football coach, I used Huddle for years, but when I became an athletic director, I made sure our school was a Huddle school, and our coaches just love the smart cameras, the uh, mobile apps. Of course, they love the analytics, but there's so much more. Go to Huddle.com, and you're going to find the tools to help your teams, your coaches, and your athletes improve, and it's going to be a professional-grade solution. 
That's huddle.com. We believe in sports and teams believe in huddle. Join the 6 million users and turn your school into a huddle school. We also want to thank Final Forms, the industry leader in forms and registration. But there's so much more than that. Uh, Final Forms can help your stakeholders with uh, mobile apps, with reminders for parents about policies, about physicals, and all the forms that come with athletics. Final Forms can also help your coaches with things like attendance and communication. And for athletic directors, Final Forms can help you with eligibility, with rosters, and all the reports that come across your desk. You know, it's time that you talk to a team that's walked in your shoes. To take the next steps, go to finalforms.com slash Jake. That's finalforms.com slash Jake to get started with Final Forms. And we want to say thanks to Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack. Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack are a quick, easy, and affordable way for you to collect comprehensive data that allows you to evaluate and improve your entire athletic program. At my school, we use surveys for just about everything, for kids, for coaches, for teachers, and for parents. And the information that would come back was almost always positive, and it'll be the same for you. But surveys also allow that squeaky wheel parent to vent a little. And sometimes they're going to share an issue that you can address and keep it from turning into a big problem because you didn't know about it because you hadn't done a survey. Go to athleticsurveys.com or email them at info at athleticsurveys.com for more information. If you've never used a survey to take the pulse of your parents or your student athletes, you're really missing out. Talk to the pros at Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack and let them help you take your athletic program from good to great. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the Educational AD Podcast. We have a really cool guest today. We've got a podcast brother um, all the way from South Carolina. Our guest today is Thomas Fredrickson. Thomas is a certified master athletic administrator and very active at the national level. Um, he uh, recently presented a workshop uh, at the NADC in Nashville. He's also the chair of uh, the technical courses uh, for the NIAAA. Uh, and as I mentioned, um, he's a podcaster, uh, recently started the Middle School Athletic Director podcast, which has uh, you know, become very, very popular. It's a great show. And uh, I also, in his uh, spare time, he's the athletic director at Northwest Middle School in Traveler's Rest south carolina so uh thomas Fredrickson, welcome to the educational ad podcast uh thanks jake again um you know i appreciate all you do and and kind of being one of the the first starters and the originators of this this ad podcast thing well it's been fun to see it grow I, and again i thank you for those kind words um we actually have uh, uh recently we had a, a guest on ryan walker who's one of the hosts of the original, you know, athletic director podcast, uh, the off duty ADs. Mm -hmm. And we talked a little bit about the history. Um, you know, again, I certainly wasn't the first, but, uh, you know, I enjoy what I'm doing and you do a great job with yours. So let's go ahead and jump right in. Uh, we always like to let our listeners have a chance to get to know our guests. So 
give us that origin story, you know, where you were born, where you grew up, you know, your sports background, uh, maybe take us up through the college years and then we'll take a break and uh, hear more about your early career. So uh, what's the Thomas Fredrickson origin story? Yeah, good deal. So uh, a lot of people might not know where Travelers Rest is, where I am currently, but I was born in Charleston, South Carolina, which a lot of people know of. Um, so it was, was born there. Um, my dad was a, a music teacher, uh, and, and, uh, then he did got decided he wanted to go into the ministry. So we moved to New Orleans so he could go to seminary. Um, then basically after that, every time I, I, I say I changed a major school, I changed locations. So in elementary school, we were in Columbia in middle school, we were in Camden, which is right outside Columbia. And then in uh, high school we moved up to anderson which is around the the clemson area for those that don't really know and so kind of been there since um but played basically i was three sport athlete growing up through elementary school and middle school uh baseball soccer and, and basketball um baseball was really kind of the love uh, you know started playing it at you know three-year-old t-ball all the way up to eighth eighth grade um but basically then i went blind um, I am, I'm legally blind without my contacts and I couldn't see the pitches anymore. Um, my, my eyes were changing so bad. So I had to, had to stick with the bigger balls, which was, you know, basketball and, and soccer. Um, so, and then my height kind of, um, got me away from basketball. Cause again, I'm only five, seven. So, you know, there's, there's not that many, um, five, seven point guards out there anymore. And so, uh, so I, I kind of transitioned that and into soccer because it really doesn't matter your height in soccer. Um, and that's what I played through high school and uh, two years of college. Um, and then, you know, basically once I got to, I went to Anderson uh, College, but now it's you know, Anderson University um, there in South Carolina and uh, played two years there, but then started getting real heavily involved um, in there. You know, I was a PE major. So getting involved in the PE major club that we had, um, be, be you know just starting to dabble in the leadership uh, side of it was became like the the club president um and so just kind of got the 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 knack for or the the itch for uh leading um people um other than you know uh middle school or high school students and so um that was that was fun and that that's kind of where we where we got into the 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 career of um PE and and, and coaching <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, it, it's so great to hear about a university that still has a PE major. Um, you know, back in the day, you know, that's what, you know, you went to college, you know, to be a teacher, a coach. Uh, and now it seems like so many of the programs, you know, there it's exercise science or, you know, they, they even have undergraduate programs now for athletic directors. But uh, mm -hmm. yeah, good for you and good for Anderson having that PE major. Um can you think of some experiences maybe in, in the coursework I'm, I'm, you know, flashbacking to my mm -hmm. own undergraduate years. Can you think of any, um, you know, lessons learned as an undergrad that you've seen play out for you, you know, as a coach or an AD in your current job? Yeah, well, probably just all of the, the education classes that I had to take. Um, not just the physical education classes where we, you know, we learned how to teach the different things within the, the, the physical education world, you know, but we had to also take all the, the academic education courses right. as well. Um, so just, you know, being able to sit in those classes and see the, basically see the other side 
um, of, you know, what, what they're doing and what they're having to go through. Um, I think it's kind of helped, uh, especially, you know, starting off coaching, understanding, okay, these, the, these players, these athletes have these other things to do. Um, cause I started coaching, I started coaching at high school, my junior year in college. Um, and that's really why I didn't play anymore. Cause I knew I wasn't going to be a professional f- players, but I wanted to coach. So, you know, so it, it kind of helped being starting coaching in college, but then also being able to sit in those classes and kind of see, um, how the academics and the, and the athletics can, can work, but also how they can go against each other if they, if they don't work with each other. And you bring up such a great point. And, and again, those, uh, pedagogy classes you know that we took you know i can say we because you said you took them um you know we had you know aspiring math teachers history teachers language arts teachers side by side with us in those classrooms you know and we were pe majors uh uh but again you can tell uh, i i think that young coach that has not gone through that pedagogical training you know when you see them they are so very important great point uh for our listeners our guest today is thomas Fredrickson. He's a certified master athletic administrator, part of the NIAAA's national faculty, uh, middle school athletic director, also the host of his very own uh, popular podcast. We're going to hear more about that, but let's take our first break. This is the Educational AD Podcast. We want to say thanks to Sideline Interactive for their support of the podcast. Sideline Interactive's indoor scoring tables and video boards not only generate income for your department, but they also create the ultimate game day experience for your student athletes. We've got a sideline interactive score table in our gym, and it's just fantastic. We use it for home games, of course, but we also use it for pep rallies, for signing ceremonies. It's tremendously versatile, and their customer service is just outstanding. Go to sidelineinteractive.com or email them at sales at sidelineinteractive.com to find out what they can do for you. That's sidelineinteractive.com. We also want to say thanks to Hometown Ticketing for their support. Go to hometownticketing.com. They're going to show you how to set up and sell your tickets online. They'll show you how to scan the attendees that come to your games and collect your revenue. And every step of the way, you'll have a dedicated client success manager that's providing hands-on support. That's every step of the way. Go to Hometown Ticketing, and they'll show you how to set up and sell tickets for things like school dances your school plays and concerts, even graduation. You can find it all at hometownticketing.com. Simple and easy online ticketing. Welcome back, everyone, to the Educational AD Podcast. Our guest is Thomas Fredrickson. He's the athletic director at Northwest Middle School in Travelers Rest, South Carolina. Thomas, you kind of took us up to the co- through the college years. You mentioned that you actually started coaching uh, while you were still an undergraduate student. Talk about that early path, you know, some of those first jobs that ended up leading to your present position as an athletic director. Yeah, so, yeah, like I said, junior in college is when I started coaching soccer at uh, actually my alma mater high school, that the local high school there in Anderson. And um, pretty much just, a, you know, volunteer position. Um yeah, I knew I knew the the coaches very well there. Uh, they they it was on the female side, so they were there when I was there. Um, but you know the male side already had a full staff, uh, so the, they brought me in and uh, basically the JV coach gave me the JV team, 
you know, he was pretty much still the JV, you know, head coach. He got paid. He had answered all the parents and all that. Uh, but he pretty much let me lead that team. Um, and he kind of focused more on helping the, the varsity team because um, they were they were pretty good. And they had a great shot of going pretty far in, in the, the state playoffs. And so that was fun. And, you know, and, and you know, because I still had to deal with some parents. So I got used to dealing with parents there and all that. And, um, you know, why why did my daughter not play and and all of that, you know, fun stuff that we deal with as coaches. Um, so I got to, to deal with that as, as a college student. Um, so that but then the next year. Uh, the rival high school in, in Anderson, uh, Westside, actually, I knew the coach there. And he said, look, I've got the head JV opening paid position. Do you want to come coach? I'm like, well, you know, again, it's a senior in, in, in college. I'm like, yeah, I'll take anything. Um, so that's, that's kind of was my first head coaching, I guess, if you want to say job, was, was a senior in college. Um, loved it. Um, you know, the coach and I, we kind of built the program. We were a, like a mediocre team. You're going from uh, – the, the school I was at, at, at Hannah, which is a very, very talented uh, girls team. And you go to a, you know, the rival, which was kind of the middle of the road, um, you know, it's different coaching styles. Uh, but he was a great, um, I know we'll get to it later, but, you know, he was a great kind of help on the coaching side of it on, you know, go get your coaching certification. Why are you doing this? Why do you plan the practice this way? And all of that. So it was nice for him to kind of dive into to me uh, that way. So I was there for four years. Um, we, we built a pretty good program, and then he left. Uh, and then I, I left as well that same year and went to a um, another local high school to become the, the girls' varsity coach. Um, so that was my, you know, so that was that was obviously a fun time being able to take my my program over the first, you know, um, after basically four years. So I was twenty four at this time. Um, so and that was you know, finding out all that had a great AD there again, that, that kind of helped lead me and, and, and help and, um, stayed there for three or four years was very successful. Uh, we, uh, when I came in, they were defeated. Um, and then when I left, we were ranked third in the state. Um, and this was a small country school having to go against the private schools, you know, so we were, we, we did pretty, pretty well, um, there. And so then, uh, Finally moved up to Greenville, um, kind of the, the area I am now, um, and then bounced around a little bit, some some JV jobs here and a, a middle school job there um, before I got another varsity job uh, at Greer High School. And I was there for two years. Um, but while I was coaching there, I kind of accepted that job in um, April or May the, the previous year. Uh, but then that summer um, is when I went, uh, started teaching at Hillcrest Middle School here in Greenville County and um, as a PE teacher, but that's when I be, first got into the AD world. Um, so it's, I was the AD at Hillcrest middle, which is on the lower part of Greenville County, but I was coaching at Greer high school, which is on the upper part of Greenville County. Uh, so it's about 30, 45 minute difference. Um, again, went to my principal said, Hey, look, I've already committed to this. What I mean, but I can, it is still early in the year. They can find somebody. Do I need to back out of it? And she was a former, uh, uh, cheerleader at Clemson. She also coached the cheerleading team at Clemson for a while. So she understood it and she goes, no, we'll make it work. Um, so that, that was nice, but I was able to, you know, get my feet wet in, in the AD world there for two years and coach there at, at the high school. Um, and then after that, so it was, this is bringing us about two, 2017. 
um then i applied we had another local can we have 20 we have 15 high schools in our district um 20 20 middle schools so there's a lot of local local schools that are in our district but um so now 2017 uh, one of the, the high schools came open with an athletic director position um so i applied for that was lucky enough to get it uh was there for four years um and that's kind of where i really dove into to everything you know NIAAA, SCAAA, um, you know, built, you know, went through the ups and downs of an athletic department, growing an athletic department, um, but had very good success there. Um, again, it was there for four years and, you know, small, you know, we have five A's in, in South Carolina for classifications. That was a three A, so kind of right in the middle, um, but very successful, big, big basketball school. And, uh, but then, you know, a big five A, the 10th largest uh, school in the state opened up and I knew, I knew the principal there and all that. So I was like, Hey, well, we'll, we'll, we'll see. Um, put my name in there. Uh, got that, got, got, was able to, uh, get that position at, at that school as well. Um, but then a week after I was uh, hired at that position, the principal told me he's going to the district office. Um, so, you know, there a new principal came in and we had to learn each other and, um, just basically at the end of that year, it, it, we just decided it wasn't the right fit. Um, you know, maybe we, we saw things a little differently. And so then that's when I moved, um, up to traveler's rest and back to the middle school, um, best ranks, you know, even when the, the five, six years I was at the high school, I, I still, uh, loved the middle school age, loved the middle, everything middle school and tried to help them out as much as possible. Um, but I'm, I'm excited to be, to be back in the middle school again, got a great principal, um, actually coached against him in the, in the soccer, soccer world. And so it's, it's, it's nice to kind of see how things come around. You know, again, I'd love to hear the stories and you, you touch on it on a great point, you know, all of those earlier jobs, you know, the JV volunteer JV, um, basketball coach, uh, and then that first position it's, you know, getting that experience. And making those connections, you know, having other people, you know, see you in action, you know, hey, this guy can coach. Um, there's just so important uh, down the road. Um, and uh, again, as an older, much older, you know, athletic director, uh, I can't tell you the number of interviews that I would have with potential coaches uh, that were, you know, just out of college, et cetera, that uh, it we were talking about a, a let's say a middle school uh coaching position at our school and they were almost offended that we would you know th they would say well geez uh, middle school you know i should be coaching varsity and you know that it it just seems like um you know that awareness of how those jv coach positions middle school coach positions can impact you down the road so uh again my hat's off to you obviously you know you you've done things the right way and uh, you're doing a great job, uh, uh, you know, at your current school. We're going to take another break, uh, and you kind of touched on the idea of mentors. Uh, we're going to talk about that when we come back. You know, for our listeners, our guest today is Thomas Fredrickson, certified master athletic administrator and uh, middle school athletic director in South Carolina. So let's take another break, but we'll be back. This is the Educational AD Podcast. We want to thank our friends at Vital Signs Wall of Fame for their support. You know, they are on a mission to bring your school's legacy to life. If you're looking for a really cool way to display your school's record boards, 
<clears throat> or your school's Hall of Fame, go to vitalsignswalloffame.com and check out their <clears throat> interactive touchscreen video consoles. They've also got a variety of templates to help um, demonstrate the athletic achievements of your students, both past and present. Go to vitalsignswalloffame.com and see what they can do for you. That's vitalsignswalloffame.com. We also want to thank our good friends at Snap. Go to snapraise.com and check out their entire suite of platforms designed to help you as an athletic director do your job better. SnapRaise is the fundraising platform. Our coaches have used it with great success, and they've helped schools just like yours raise over $700 million. They even have a program where you can get your funding before you actually start your fundraiser. Does any other platform offer that? Go to snapraise.com, check out their entire suite, and see what they can do for you. That's snapraise.com. Welcome back, everyone, to the Educational AD Podcast. Thomas, um, in that previous segment, you uh, kind of hinted at uh, some mentors that you had in your life. We always like to give them a shout out. Obviously, none of us get to where we're at on our own. Excuse me. So who are some of the mentors that have helped you along the way? Yeah, like so I like I mentioned that that first coach, Ryan Roseberry, he probably doesn't realize it. Um and, you know, we really haven't spoke in, in, in years, but, you know, I've, I've kind of seen his dad in, on the coaching side, but he, he was kind of the first one that introduced me into the importance of getting certified. Um, you know, at, at that time it was, you know, on the, the coach's side, on the, you know, in the soccer coaching certification, um, going and getting their licenses with the, with the national organization, you know, working your way up from a D or from starting at E all the way to basically as high as you want to go, um, you know, for them that the A is the highest and that's the, you know, kind of the, the national certification, but he kind of introduced me in just to, to always wanting to get better, uh, going out and reading books and, and watching videos and on the, the field side of it, on the coaching side of it, you know, how to, uh, plan a, an organized practice and, and why is it set up this way? And, you know, because at first, my first day out there, I probably had a hundred cones, you know, thinking that I, I needed to cone everything. Um, and basically he was like, no, you, you probably only need like 10 or 12, but it's just positioning them the right way. So when you transition, it, it transitions well. Um, so on the coaching side of it, he kind of helped me mold uh, my coaching style and and, and kind of what I did that way. On the athletic director side, I got two. Um, one is when I was at Greer High School. Uh, coaching uh, girls, the varsity soccer team, um, but starting at the Hillcrest middle, you know, AD world, I just kind of watched the, the athletic director there at the high school, Travis Perry. Um, he did a great job. He was very involved with the state association with the national association and um, just, just a, a fun mentor. Uh, a couple years ago, um, unfortunately, he, you know, he lost a, he lost the battle to cancer. Um, so, but just, just watching him and how he interacted with his coaches and how he interacted with me, um, just kind of, you know, it was, I try, I tried to, especially there when I was being a middle school AD and working under him at the high school, um, I tried to, to do some of the things that he was doing, um, and trying to learn from him. Um, really uh, probably the biggest mentor is a, a name that everybody on this podcast knows is, is Daryl Nance. Um, 
And, you know, I, I, I know he gets, it gets tired of me saying his name. Um, but he, he mean, he means a lot to me. Um, and he's really one of the reasons why I was able to get that first AD job. Um, when I got that the PE job at that middle school, uh, there was, there was another, um, coach and teacher named the AD. Um, but the, he basically had a conversation with that principal and said, Hey, do you really want this person as your AD? You know, you've got, you've got, you know, what people know me as Freddie. Um, you got Freddie coming in. I think he'd do a great job. Um, and so she, she made the change and, um, I'm, I'm forever grateful for that. And, you know, and then just sitting in district meetings with him at, you know, that first year and him talking about the NIAAA and him talking about, um, the, the importance of getting involved and, and that was his first year as the district AD. He, so he, he had just come off of being a, a high school building AD. Um, so it was kind of, it was kind of fun to, for he was his first year as a district AD, my first year as an AD altogether. Uh, so it was, but basically, you know, he's been there for me the whole time and I've, you know, kind of watched how he's done things, um, when he was an AD coach, but also now there's a district AD, but also, you know, and then how did he marriages, you know, his life and his work and, and things like, I mean, just, just everything, um, you know, I, I, I look at and, you know, I told him I've eventually, I said, the the main goal is to be walking around, you know, NADC with that, with that Navy jacket, like you do. Um, I don't know if I went all the way to the presidency like he did, but at least, you know, at least getting, you know, up to, you know, working your way up and getting onto the board and, and all that. So that, that's, a, that's a big goal, but yeah, yeah, he, he's been one of the biggest ones and he's been there. Not only it's just a person to watch, but he's been an ear, he's been a shoulder, um, he, he's been, he's been everything he's, he's been there through the, the, the best times of, of my professional and personal life. And he's been there on the, the low times. Um, and I, I know, you know, he's always going to answer the phone or, um, or call me back if, if, if he can't, but, uh, that's, that's definitely one, um, that I owe a lot of my, um, gratitude and appreciation for. No, absolutely. Uh, you know, you recently had Daryl on your podcast, you know, great episode. Uh, you know, we actually had Daryl on, um, you know, our podcast, he was the 150th guest, you know, his, uh, toolbox tips, uh, were the, uh, final, uh, brick, if you will, in, uh, our first book. Uh, and, and one thing you didn't mention about Daryl, he leads the NIAAA cohort program, which, uh, if you're listening, um, you know, probably one of the, maybe not the best professional development experience, you know, I was ever a part of being a, a part of that very first cohort. Uh, so, you know, if you can, you know, get signed up, get involved in one of the NIAAA cohorts, you know, Daryl runs that program. Uh, just fantastic. Yeah. Um, I can second that. I just, I just came out of the leadership one. So. Oh, um, that's right. That's right. Okay. Yeah, it's absolutely. It's a, no, they're, they're great. great. So. <laughs> Um, let's go and talk a little bit about that, uh, journey, uh, that hopefully all of our ADs go on, you know, you're certainly a young AD, but we have, you know, young ADs that are just starting their journey, uh, in the profession. So talk a little bit more about, you know, getting involved, you know, at the state level and how that's led to your involvement now where you're chair of one of the national LTI courses. Yeah. So really my, my path was opposite. I got more involved with the national before I did the state. Um, so, you know, when we were sitting in that district meeting, like I said, Daryl said, go to the conference, go to your principal, see if they'll let you go to the conference. 
And so that was my, that was Orlando. Um, last time we were in Orlando was my first conference. And again, I didn't know, I didn't know anything about certifications. I didn't know anything about all that stuff. I just, I looked at the classes. I took four classes. Um, I just looked at the classes and picked ones that I thought would be great. Of course, I didn't pick any of the legal ones because I didn't want to sit down in any of those. Um, but I picked, you know, like two 700 level classes and two 600 level classes. And so I pretty much already had my, uh, my qualifications for the CAA before I even knew what I was doing. Um, so, but then, you know, yeah, just going to that national conference and just, you know, attending everything. Um, and then, you know, starts, you know, uh, peaking the interest. And, um, and then after that, then actually going back to, to Daryl and be like, all right, what, what is this all this about? I heard about this. I heard about this. I heard, you know, what, what is this? Um, and so then that's when he kind of got on the path of the, the RAA and I was like, okay, well, I need to go take these classes. Um, so I did that. And then, um, I think it was a year, um, or I guess right at the two year mark, you know, I got my CAA cause I already had all the classes. I was just waiting on the, the, the two year experience. Um, and so, you know, got, got that quick. And I took, I think I took that, that test in Arizona. Um, I, I remember as soon as I walked out, I texted Daryl said, I, I, I failed the crap out of that thing. Um, but then, you know, at that, that time it wasn't an instant, uh, result. So, you know, I had to wait a couple of days and, and then they sent, sent an email saying that I, I, I passed it. Um, so that was, you know, getting the CAA and then, um, I, you know, I never once, uh, was settled with the CAA. I'm like, I want the high, if the highest one is the CMAA, that's where I'm going. Um, and so then, you know, made sure I started getting all the qualifications for that. And, um, my CMAA project was, I created a weight room there at the Hillcrest middle, um, so, you know, again, this was three or four years later after I'd already left there, I still had, luckily I still had pictures of it and things like that. So I, I kind of made my project off of that. Um, I was able to get CMAA. So really kind of about that time, um, I, again, I didn't, I would go to our SC AAA conference. Um, and because ours, our, our spring conference is kind of, um, incorporated with our high school league. So the first couple of days is the, the the ad side of it the, the the second couple of days is all the the voting and all that for the high school league for the new um recommendations for the following year um so I, obviously as a high school ad i had to go to those things and and vote and, and be in those meetings so again didn't really know much about the sc triple a new new daryl and and travis were, were big in it um so again just started asking more questions and so again about i don't know it was right before COVID, I believe. Um, so early 2020 and it's, you know, basically I just, I went on their website, went on their Twitter, went on the social media and there was nothing. Um, and so I, I just, I reached out to the executive director and the, and the president at the time. And I said, Hey, can I help? I mean, there, you know, you, can I help post stuff on Twitter? Can I help with your website? Can I just, I think I do a pretty good job at this. Can I, can I help? Um, and so, you know, they were like, yeah, sure. And so, you know, that year, obviously that the COVID year, everything was virtual for our spring conference. Um, but they invited me down to their, as they, you know, they, as their mothership, if they want to call it, we all went down to Hilton head to, per, um, and got in a conference room and, and put on the, the, the virtual conference, but all the board of directors, people were there and, and everything. And I kind of just came in as their tech guy for that, um, 
for that conference just to get information out because um, a lot of them again didn't know how to do it or didn't know how to set up new accounts or whatever um so but then after that about a month later they they voted me in um as the uh, basically the marketing and media director for the SCAAA on the board. So I kind of got jumped in um, quick, which I wouldn't turn it for the world. I, the, the relationships I've built from this, this South Carolina board has, has been great. Um, and, and so, yeah, I've, I've kind of done things that the, you know, backwards, I started more NIAAA and then went the SCAAA, but yes, now, now, like you said, I'm, I mean, I've, I've taught a ton of classes at the, at the state level. Um, I've taught, you know, obviously 613, 614 at the national level. I'm on the uh, accreditation committee now for the national level at le national organization. Um, and again, just trying to trying to work my way up and and try to do everything I can to um, to help other ads. Well, um, uh, again, really um, uh, have done a great job. Um, you know, working backwards with the podcast and, you know, I got to see you uh, uh, present uh, at the national conference this year, you know, really cool stuff. Um, we'll do this again at the end of the podcast, but if one of our listeners wanted to reach out and pick your brain and listeners, you got a great resource here. What's the best way they can get a hold of you? Easiest way is probably Twitter. Um, my username there is just a D Freddie. So that's a D F R E D D Y. Um, I'm on that th on Twitter almost all the time. Um, that's the easiest way. Um, email wise, uh, my school one's kind of complicated, so I'll just give you the, the middle school AD podcast one, and that, it's just that middle school AD podcast at gmail dot com. Okay. Well, again, uh, uh, Thomas Fredrickson, uh, athletic director, uh, podcast host, uh, tech guru. Uh, we're gonna have to get you on Tech Tuesday. Uh, we're going to take another go. quick break, uh, but we'll be back with some more. This is the Educational AD Podcast. We want to say thanks to Gipper for their support of the podcast. Go to Gipper.com and see how athletic directors and coaches are creating world-class marketing content for their school social media channels. You can do it in seconds on any device, and you don't need any design experience. Go to Gipper.com. Tell them you heard about it on the podcast and use our podcast code ADPOD10 and get 10% off. That's Gipper.com. Create custom branded content for your school's social media channel. We also want to say thanks to Huddle. Go to Huddle.com and see how athletic directors are helping their coaches and their athletes play at the highest level. As a football coach, I used Huddle for years. Uh, as an athletic director, I made sure our school was a huddle school. And our coaches just love the smart cameras, the mobile apps. Of course, they love the analytics, but there's so much more. Go to huddle.com and find the tools that will help your teams, your coaches, and your athletes perform at their very best. Huddle's going to provide a professional-grade solution for the challenges that you face. At Huddle, we believe in sports and teams believe in Huddle. Join the 6 million users and find out how to turn your school into a huddle school. That's huddle.com. Welcome back, everyone, to the Educational AD Podcast. Our guest is Thomas Fredrickson, Certified Master Athletic Administrator, Middle School AD, and the host of a very cool podcast, the Middle School Athletic Director Podcast. 
Um, Thomas, talk a little bit about how that all came together. Uh, I think you've been going now for a few months. Uh, and again, very popular, very well done. I enjoyed listening to it. Uh, share a little bit about how it all came together. Yeah, so I, I wanted to do a, a podcast um, a year or so ago, and we, we tried one um, that was kind of you know similar to what you do and um, kind of focused more on the high school, the side of it. And I just felt like it, it wasn't getting the response that I wanted. Um, you know, it was, it was kind of hard to get guests and, and things like that. And um, so we kind of just, I just kind of scratched it and, you know, just, just kind of sat on that idea. Okay. I got to find something cause I want to do something. I, I'm, I'm big on, on professional development and, and helping others get better. Um, and so I was like, I will, we'll just sit on it. So then once I, I came back to the middle school, um, realm, then I'm like, well, there it is. There, there's nothing out there for middle school athletic directors, uh, podcast wise, um, you know, the uh, yours and the others and all that hit on high school and hit on leadership and hit on things that could, that could benefit middle school, high school, college, whichever could benefit all levels. But I wanted to, to find one that was just solely focused on the, the middle school athletics, because it, it, it's a different beast. Um, yeah, I mean, a lot of things are similar, you know, leadership is leadership. Uh, but a lot of things are similar, but a lot of things are different in the way that you have to approach uh, a middle school uh, student, middle school parents, uh, you know, a lot of it is, is introducing um, interscholastic uh, sports now to families because most of them have just you know especially if they don't if this is the first child you know most of them um that that child has been playing travel ball has been playing aau or playing the y ball or church ball uh up until this point um and so just kind of you know what is the differences and and all of that and and, and school and and leadership and it, yes it's, it's been phenomenal um we kind of kicked off at the i think the last weekend and um august um with with daryl and it's been great like i said we um you know i'm lucky you know we'll have you on in, in the spring we got some big hitters in the spring with you know some big NIAAA people um so it's it, it's it's it, it's been fun and I, the, like you said the response has been overwhelming um because like i said it's, it's i think people are, are are wanting um maybe you know middle school ad's that want to maybe try to go to the high school or that are, are like where they are it's it, it it's a lot of you know good conversations and I, like I said I've learned a lot um just speaking with the different guests and and, and like I said some of it well not some of it but a lot of it can can go into the high school level as well because we, we talk a lot about leadership we talk about a lot about like you said best practices and, and things like that um really there's only one question about you know what are the challenges of a middle school athletic director and most of it comes down to you know getting them from the club, the travel world into the interscholastic world. Uh, that's what mainly the, the main discussion has been on the past couple episodes, but all the other stuff, I mean, anybody, a high school AD, a college AD, a middle school AD, uh, a middle school, high school coach um, can listen to and get stuff out of it. So um, it, it's, it's, it's been very, very great and, um, and very um, good um, professional development, hopefully to, to others, but definitely to myself. No, I, I can certainly echo that. Um, and again, we, we've talked about this uh, a couple of different times, but I, I think it you know bears repeating. 
Uh, and before we even go there, you know, just as you said, the focus on middle school, uh, it is a different um, uh, environment, a different animal, if you will. I got my start at the middle school level and, you know, just just loved it. And, you know, people will say, well, you enjoyed middle school? I said, oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, and now, I mean, I'm fortunate enough uh, for the last, gosh, I think 10 years, I've been on the, the middle school um uh, the LTI faculty mm -hmm. for 700 and 701 with Holly Farnese and, and, and her team. So again, it, you found um, uh, a niche if you will, but again, it's, it's not exclusive to high school or, or other, you know, um, applications, you know, the, the things that you talk about and then that your guests share, they're applicable across the spectrum of being an athletic director. Uh, while at the same time, it's got that middle school focus, great stuff. Um, I know you're a tech guy, but uh, I, I remember, you know, I was a guest on the Hanging with the AD podcast, you know, back in the day. And, you know, Don Baker, Josh Matthews, they were so friendly. They were so professional. Um, they made me feel so good about sharing about my school and, and our coaches uh, that I said, hey, I think I'd like to do this for our Florida ADs. Mm -hmm. uh, and I literally uh, came home and Googled how do you do a podcast uh, and, and got started that way for you as, as more of a tech guy and obviously more that let's say the podcast generation um, what were your challenges? You know, were, were there any challenges when you first started out doing it? Well, the biggest thing is, is I just didn't have any equipment. Um, you know, as you know, good quality equipment. I had a little plug and play microphone, that I'd gotten, you know, a year ago, you know, just to, to kind of make my my vocals a little better in, in Zoom meetings because that's all we were doing at the time. Um, but you know, so that was really the biggest thing. It's just, and then I, I kind of already knew, you know, kind of watching what, the way you do it and the way uh, hanging with the AD does, it and you know, the Zoom style interview. Um, I kind of already knew that's kind of where I wanted to go with that. Uh, so you know, that wasn't. You know, that wasn't a big challenge because, you know, by the time we got started with this, we all, I think we all know how to use Zoom pretty well. Um, so, but it was just the biggest thing was just, you know, trying to figure out how to get the podcast out there. Um, and like I said, you know, I, I know I, I can put it on YouTube easy, but how, how to get it um, to all the different platforms. And, you know, like, I, you know, listening to you, I think, you know, I, I got the, from the, the anchor, um, you know, thing from, from you and, and when you were talking about it in different episodes. So dived into that and, and, and went through all that and was able to, uh, you know, figure that out and, and, you know, pick the, pick the platforms. Again, I didn't pick all the platforms to, to, to put it out to just the, the, to me, I think that the more popular ones. Um, but then after like the episode one or two, I'm like, I'm tired of, of tagging all these, these uh, ways you to, to listen to it, you know, the Apple and Google and anchor and, and, and Amazon. So then I'm like, well, let me, let me figure out how to get it on one central location. Um, and I think I kind of saw this from with hanging with the AD, they have something, some, something very similar. Um, but I'm a big, again, a big Google guy that I think that's why I, I'm the, became the chair of that, that class at the NIAAA, but, um, it's, it's, so I basically just created a Google site for the, uh, for the podcast. Uh, and that's where I send everybody to. And it's got the links to everything. It's got the links to YouTube, to, you know, Apple podcasts, Google podcasts, whichever podcasts, uh, you know, it, they have. So, 
again, Google sites are very user friendly on the phone. So, um, so whenever you see that it's out or you want to listen to it, you just go to that Google site and, um, you can, you know, just click on which, uh, platform you want to listen to the podcast, um, uh, right there from the phone instead of trying to have to find it or search it. Uh, you know, so it, it make it makes life easy, you know, to kind of have one central location. Um, and so there it, it, you know, the first tab is kind of all the, the episodes that have already aired. Um, and then I have a tab for upcoming episodes. So everybody see who's, who's coming up and uh tab for the sponsors. So that the, you know, the listeners can go and, and click on the sponsors websites directly. Um, so it's just, again, an easier way to get to, you know, get to their websites. Um, but that, that's been good. Cause I've been able to tag Google analytics to it and kind of see, uh, what works and what doesn't work. And, you know, Google analytics is a whole nother podcast in itself because it's, it, it can dive into everything about, you know, even of, you know, did, did a person click on it from an iPhone or from Samsung and were they sitting in a Starbucks or were they standing outside of Starbucks? I mean, they could really go into a lot of, a lot of stuff. And so but that, that's been good to be able to kind of see the traffic, um, that, that is coming through. And, uh, so it's, it's, it's been fun. And, um, you know, we got a little home home set up, and um, so yeah, the, the the technology side. You know, I've got about four screens rolling right now, but the technology side wasn't wasn't terrible. It was just trying to figure out how to get it out there. Oops, let's see. <clears throat> um, talking about technical. Uh, there we go. Okay, we're back. Um, yeah, you and I were talking a little bit at uh, at Nashville about that. I I think. You know, number one, we got to get you on a Tech Tuesday and and maybe talk about you know that that Google app. I think that'd be a great uh, episode. And then just personally, uh, some of the things that you were sharing with me, uh, you know, I need to maybe up my podcast game a little bit. Uh, you know, we're very I, I joke, but it's 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 true. We're very low tech here. We Zoom. Uh, we screen share. Uh, you know, uh, and I I lean on the the anchor platform uh very heavily for my analytics but it sounds like you know google might have some things for me uh yeah, very I cool i didn't mention i didn't oh, mention go ahead. the 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 website the website name's kind of long but it, i try to keep everything consistent um so people aren't trying to search for everything but so the website is uh middle school ad podcast.com um and it's the exact same with the the, the gmail middle school ad podcast at gmail so um it's kind of long the the type in there but um, at least you know where you're going. So again, to check out your website, that's middleschooladpodcast.com. If they go there, they're going to be able to see all the things that you've got available for, uh, you know, your podcast. Yes, sir. All right. Very cool. Uh, once again, our, our guest is Thomas Fredrickson. He's a certified master athletic administrator. He's a middle school AD in South Carolina. He's on the national faculty, and he's also the host of the Middle School Athletic Director Podcast. We're going to hear some more, but let's take another quick break. This is the Educational AD Podcast. We'll be right back. We want to say thanks to Final Forms for their support of the podcast. Final Forms is the industry leader in forms and registration, but there's so much more than that. Final Forms can help your stakeholders with things like mobile accessibility. They also have reminders for parents about policies, about physicals, and all the forms that come when you have an athlete in the house. Final Forms can help your coaches with things like attendance and communication. And for athletic directors, 
Final Forms can help you with eligibility, with rosters, and all the reports that come across your desk. You know, it's time that you talk to a team that's walked in your shoes. To take the next steps, go to finalforms.com slash Jake. That's finalforms.com slash Jake to get started with Final Forms. Welcome back, everyone, to the Educational AD Podcast. Thomas, one of the things we try to do with our podcast is this idea of sharing best practices. So uh, I'm going to put you on the spot a little. What are some things that you do at your school, or maybe you've done at other schools, that you would consider to be best practices that you can share with our listeners? Yeah, so like Eric said, I'm, I'm, I'm big on getting our voice out. Um, and whether, you know, the easiest way to get your voice out is, is social media nowadays. Um, but so that kind of started a couple of years ago, um, just, you know, with, you know, with, with Gipper and, and all that stuff that, that came about and was able to, at, at one of the high schools I was at promote our athletic department, um, you know, just the, the typical, what everyone's doing It's game day, score updates, announcements, things like that but making sure that I highlighted every sport. Um, when I moved to the, the, the other high school, I actually decided like, well, well, this again, it's a huge high school. I'm not gonna be able to do it all by, by myself. Um, so how can I get students involved? Um, because I, you know, I have a voice, but you know, the students don't want to hear my voice. They want to hear each other's voices. Um, and they, and they want to tell the voice of our athletic department. And because it, it, again, it's their athletic department, it's their experience. It's, it's what they want. So I started a student media group, um, here at, at Northwest middle, we do it as well. We just call it media specialists. Um, but you know, or, or media ambassadors, uh, but basically what those students do is they, they have access to Gipper. So they, they do a lot of the post, um, you know, they, so at games, they're doing the score updates. They're doing different things. Um, they're doing the game day things. They're doing the players of the games. They're doing all, all the different posts we put out there. And so that, and that's the easy part of it. Um, you know, but part of that too is, you know, every Monday we do a Monday memory. We do a Tuesday uh, travel. We do a Thursday, thank, you know, thankful Thursday. So we're highlighting um, the in-sport athletes every day. Um, in in some way or, or fashion, not just uh you know what they're doing on the the court or on the field, but kind of who they are. So you know that that you know on a basketball team that that twelfth or thirteenth player who hardly ever gets any playing time might not get a lot of pictures or or a lot of posts that way is being highlighted on Monday as you know what what's their favorite basketball memory or what where do they want to travel to on th or on Tuesday? Again, it's just trying to 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 get people to know our student athletes and our coaches um, more personal um, and, and trying to get to know them as a person more than just the, the athlete they are on, on the quarter field. So that that's been good. Um, but also part of this media specialist group is they do everything for media. They, they uh, announce at the basketball and volleyball games. They, um, they run the PA system, which again, we have Neptune game time. So it's, I, I can trust giving, you know, an, an eighth grader or even at the high school, a, a ninth or 10th grader access to the music. Um, so, but they run all the music. We have a, you know, I think, you, you know, like I said, you heard it. We, 
we turned an old scores table into a digital score table just by in, inserting TVs. Um, so we have a digital scores table. We have a, a, a sixth grader, which is, you know, that does a phenomenal job, but she actually runs that um, during basketball games. And so when someone scores, you know, a picture flashes up and, and graphics come up and, um, and, and so it, it's great experience. Um, and, you know, obviously we, we've got uh, students that are taking pictures, that are taking videos, that are interviewing people. Um, so we've got, you know, it's about nine to 10 um, students that are leading uh, this, this, this media, our, our marketing group, if you want to call it. Um, and this is just all, all volunteer. Again, this isn't a class. Um, and I'm trying to hopefully try to get it to be an elective class, but right now it's not. And so these are just the students that want to be involved in athletics and some of them are athletes. And, and so they participate on, um, the seasons that they're not playing, but, you know, I, I'd say over half of them are, are not athletes, but they enjoy sports, they enjoy athletics and they want to be involved. And so that was kind of my biggest push and, and still to, to, to grow it. You know, ultimately, I want to grow it into like a sports career academy um, type deal where, um, you know, people that that really maybe don't have the skill or the drive to be an athlete, but love sports and still want to be involved in it, get to dive in and, and experience what it is to do everything else. Because as, as we all know, as an AD, you know, there may be, you know, we're in basketball season right now, let's say, so there may be 12 to 15 basketball players, but there's so many people behind the scenes that make a basketball game happen, um, that make a, uh, a good media team, a good experience and all that happen. And so just go ahead and to, to introduce these, these students to that idea of, you know, you, you still can go work for, you know, the, the Chicago bulls or the, the Carolina Panthers or the, whatever, um, you know, as, as a, as a photographer, as a, as an announcer, as a, what, you know, and so you can still be involved in all these great organizations. When you go to college, you still can, you know, be, you know, involved in, in traveling to all these great football games or basketball games um, and getting all that paid for uh, because you're the, the you're, you're the team photographer or you're the team media person or you're the whatever. Um, and so that's, that, that's kind of been a passion of mine is just trying to grow um, the, the love of athletics, but not just on the, the skill side that you know, the, the player side, but the, the other side as well about the, these are all things that can be done, um, within the sports world and, and it helps it take some off my plate too. So. No, absolutely. It, it's a topic that, you know, I I've shared for uh, a number of years that every school has kids like that, you know, whether you want to call them sports nerds or sports geeks, you know, they just love everything about sports, but you know, they're not a, let's say a gifted soccer player, basketball player, but all those roles that you talked about. And one, I, I don't think you mentioned uh, at my schools, we were very successful at finding student public address announcers uh, that just yeah, we have a real, really thrived in that role uh, in fact, one of my previous school, we actually found him, he found us, uh, as a sixth grader in our middle school. And by the time he was in the seventh grade, he was announcing, um, mm -hmm. home varsity football games, varsity volleyball games. Um, uh, he's a, um, he's in his junior year right now in high school last year as a sophomore, he called me up 
Uh, he was asked to be the announcer, the guest announcer at Florida State University's women's basketball game, D1 basketball. Yeah, and here's wow. a sophomore in high school. So again, those examples that you gave, um, just great for the kids, but you also hit on another great point. It's taking stuff off your plate that you don't have to worry about as an AD. Great, great segment. And that and that's what we we kind of talk about and on the the middle school podcast is a lot of this stuff doesn't have to wait till the high school. Like I said, I've I've got an eighth grader that's doing public, you know, she she's our PA announcer. I've got a sixth grader that's running our digital uh experience. And so and and, and it's one of those and, and nobody else around us, I, I don't know if anybody else in South Carolina, maybe, but that has the the digital experience that we have during a game. And like you said, I've got a sixth grader running it. I've got an eighth grader doing announcing. Um, and so it's it's one of those is you you don't have to wait until high school to to start these things. And that, and, that, and that's a lot about what we talk about on the the middle school podcast is is what can we incorporate and get these kids in, in love with um, before they get to high school where they do have more, you know, uh, yearbook, newspaper, broadcasting, whatever type of courses. No, again, great, great point. You know, uh, it 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 doesn't have to wait until they get to high school. Great point. Thomas, this has been so cool spending some extra time with you. And I think we've also created a couple new, um, you know, future segments uh, for the podcast. Yeah. But we're not done yet. Uh, we always like to wrap up with the athletic director toolbox. And, you know, you certainly established that you know your way around the world of athletics. But we're going to take a quick break hear from Athletic Surveys, who sponsor our toolbox segment. And when we come back, we're going to find out what Thomas Fredrickson is going to put into his new athletic director toolbox. Please stay with us. This is the Educational AD Podcast. We want to say thanks to Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack for sponsoring the AD Toolbox segment. Athletic Surveys are a quick, easy, and affordable way for you to collect comprehensive data that allows you to evaluate and improve your entire athletic program. At my school, we use surveys for just about everything, for teachers, for coaches, for kids, and for parents. And the information that would come back was almost always over-the-top positive, and it'll probably be the same for you. But surveys also allow that squeaky wheel parent to vent a little bit. And sometimes they'd share a small issue that you could address and keep it from turning into a big issue because you didn't know about it because you hadn't done a survey. Go to athleticsurveys.com or email them at info at athleticsurveys.com to get started. If you've never used a survey to take the pulse of your parents or your student athletes, you're really missing out. Talk to the pros at Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack and let them help you take your athletic program from good to great. Well, it's that time of the podcast. We've just spent some time with Thomas Fredrickson, certified master athletic administrator, uh, longtime AD, member of the national faculty, just got a tremendous background. Um, but now we're going to challenge him to send out a brand new athletic director on the very first job. But I'm only going to let him put three things in their toolbox. Thomas. What three items are going to go into your new athletic director toolbox? All right. So um, think about this. It really didn't take long to, to think about it because it's three things that I, I, I really believe in. Um, the first one is just relationship. 
I know you've, you've heard, you know, I think a lot of people have put that in their toolbox, but, you know, finding the relationship with, uh, your admin with your coaches. And I think the easiest way, and, and we touched on this with in the Daryl Nance episode, um, is, is finding the leadership style of each of your coaches. Um, that way, you know how to speak with them. Um, because one, one coach, like I said, may be a, a red where another coach is a yellow and, um, where one is, they just want the facts and they, they don't, they, there's no emotion attached to it. They just want the facts, you know, um, where another coach, they, they, they're all emotion. And, and so, you know, if you come in and just start spitting out facts that they may take that the wrong way. Uh, so, you know, just building those relationships and, and, and bringing your coaches through a leadership, uh, style, uh, evaluation. Again, there's a ton of them out there. Um, but in that way you, you, are able to know how to communicate with those coaches, not only coaches, really, you know, the admin too, if, if that relationship is not there, then, um, it, so, you know, it's not going to be the, the best situation. So that's my, that's my first one is find a way to, you know, build those relationships and, and figure out how to communicate with the, the people involved in your, um, athletic department. <clears throat> the, the second one is just now that you're an AD, now you've got a network. Now, now you've got to go to conferences. You've got to listen to podcasts. You've got to read. You've got to be a lifelong learner um, and because, I, you know, I, I've seen so many and I probably the people who are listening to is, you know, once you get into that role, it's, you know, you, you're done. You're, you're right. You're, you're there. You're, you're going to do what maybe the, the previous AD did or you're going to do what maybe an AD that you had did um, and you're not not looking to to get better and to better your athletic department. <clears throat> so just being a lifelong learner and networking getting to the, the national conference, getting to your state conference, um, building those relationships. Cause you never know when you're going to have to call somebody. Um, and you know, you never know when a situation happens. And, and like I said, I know it, it's been great and I haven't had to use it, but I've heard stories about, you know, people, you know, driving across the, the nation and had a flat tire, but they knew somebody in those States because they've, they've networked um, and able to call those, those ADs and they were able to, to find somebody close to them to help them out. Um, so, you know, just, just getting involved with the state, getting involved with the national, um, and just building your networking, um, notebook, if you want to, if you want to call it. So, and the last one, um, is get involved in Google workshop or the work suite. If you're not using Google, then you're missing out on a ton of free, um, resource, easy resources, to get your information out and to collect information um, from your fans, from your coaches, from whatever. Um, like I said, well, I can spend four hours on on Google because that's what 613 is now. It's a four-hour course. Uh, but if 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 you're still um, you know not using Google, I would I would highly in, in advise you to get in Google um, because if for nothing else, just the the easy and the way you can share it with people. Um, so, uh, again, there's, there's a ton of different things you can use within, within Google. But, um, like I said, if you, if you have any questions, feel free to reach out, but that's the, that's the, again, like that, that one toolbox or that one tool can turn into 20 tools because there's, 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 there's so much in, in Google. 
Yeah, I, I took the tech course years ago. Uh, I definitely need to, you know, update my uh, my Google uh, IQ. So I think I'll be doing that at the next conference. Um, also, uh, uh, that leadership style uh, survey that you mentioned, you know, we we do that, you know, going through the cohort, and just a tremendous uh, tool. Uh, for any AD to be able to utilize, you know, with their staff, um, you know, very, very cool. And all your tools were great. Um, you also talked about, you know, reaching out. So, um, you know, one more time for our listeners, uh, our guest has been Thomas Fredrickson, uh, certified master athletic administrator, you know, tech guru, middle school AD. Um, if one of our listeners wants to reach out and listeners, I really think you should uh, pick your brain. What are the best ways that they can get a hold of you? Yep. So again, uh, Twitter username is AD Freddy. That's A D F R E D D Y. Um, again, that's that's the easy way to get in touch with me. I would love for to follow and connect there. Um, I will also, I, I don't care. I'll give out my cell phone. My cell phone is 864 642 5890. Again, that's 864 642 5890. Again, feel free to text, call, whatever. Um, and if, if you're an email person, <clears throat> again, I've got about four or five different emails, but the easiest email to say on here is just the middle school ad podcast at gmail.com okay uh ad freddie on twitter uh he's fairly active and uh again you got all that contact information uh thanks so much for spending time with us on the educational ad podcast all the best in the coming year and uh you know hey we'll look forward to seeing you worst case uh down in florida for the national conference uh, in december but hopefully we can uh connect before then Oh yeah, well, got to give a shout out. You're, I think your episode, you're going to be on the Middle School AD podcast here coming in the spring. I think your episode airs sometime in May. So, okay. um, so if you're listening, look, you know, and you're a Jake follower, look out for that in May. All right. Hopefully, we don't bring your uh, your ratings down with that episode. Okay. Uh, for our listeners, uh, the Zoom recordings of each interview go up on the Educational AD Podcast YouTube channel. We appreciate you listening today. Come back just about every day for new content on the Educational AD Podcast. We'll see you next time.